Well, hello there. I'm glad you are able to join me again on this podcast today, How to Salvage Our Children. Uh, Today I'm going to talk about fostering the spirit of volunteerism. And um, I'll start by asserting that, that modern people belong everywhere but they actually belong nowhere. And uh, this is as a result of uh, what is called spiritual homelessness, that we live very isolated lives and uh, we live also very lonely lives. And uh, we are basically rootless today, and we are addicted to the screen. And uh, as a generation, we have stopped to deal with each other meaningfully. Unfortunately, we disregard others, and we treat them like zombies. But also, there's a self-inflicted damage to ourselves where we take even our own bodies as confining and limiting. And unfortunately, most of us treat not only others badly, but we also treat our bodies with disrespect. Unfortunately, uh, the consequence is that our faith comes to reside only in our minds. And remember that I'm addressing specifically uh, Christians and uh, their parents and saying how we as parents can conscientize our children to live and compete in this terrible world that we are facing today. So the important thing is that we should make it clear to our children that um, their faith should not only reside in their minds, but that Christ should live in our entire body. By extension, it also means that we should bear witness and testify about our faith uh, in an outward way in order to live the life that Christ wants us to live. I found an interesting way of expressing the incarnation of Christ. (coughs) If you'll excuse me, the incarnation of Jesus should result in the life of God finding embodiment in us. We should be a living, vital organ that represents Christ through our own bodies. This should translate in us permeating all sectors of our society as we work, play, and worship. And uh, I must warn right now that you know what, Google is a great search engine but it makes us stupid, it makes us alienated, it makes us non-communicative, and uh, we find ourselves uh, not only isolated physically, 
but we also find ourselves isolated spiritually in our lives. So, going back is that people in the modern era are characterized uh, by living at a distance from each other and that our roots in society are shallow and that our relationships collapse at the slightest provocation. So the big author, uh, problem therefore becomes that we don't help each other, we don't live for each other, we live very isolated lives because our relationships are fleeting and marked by triviality. Unfortunately, the church is also in the same mud pool as we seem not to fellowship meaningfully. Even though sometimes you go to church, we are not community. Even sometimes we go to church, we have fellowship without participation. And this is very important that we should teach not only our children, but ourselves that we should be participants uh, in every place where we are, particularly in the house of the Lord. What brings this about is a problem of dualism. You know, we take our bodies as separate from our spirit. We take the divine and the physical as separate. And this brings further disengagement in our lives. You don't treat uh, equally important our bodies and our spirit. Some of us only concentrate on the body and we become Mr. Universe. Some of us only concentrate on our spirit uh, and uh, we neglect everything else about our body. But actually, African culture, for instance, uh, the body and the spirit are seen as a continuum resulting in a body-mind complex. Paul puts this dilemma in a, an interesting way in Romans chapter 7, verse 24 to 25. He says, who will set me free from this body of death? So, Paul seems to suggest that our physical body is seen as confining and limiting. And I suggest this is true unless you have been delivered through Christ our Lord. Therefore, I am my body because I've been set free, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 1 to 4. So if we are Christians, we no longer live the way of the flesh. And this is a, 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 a force, or this forces us to love, to respect, and to embrace all of humanity. We now have to carry the gospel in our bodies, and our bodies should be the habitation of God and an extension of heavenly life. What this means, therefore, is uh, the beginning of self-respect, that in order to respect others, to uh, help others, to be uh, a positive force in our communities, to be volunteers, to be involved participatory-wise in our church and in our communities, we should understand first that we 
are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a people belonging unto God, as First Peter chapter two, verse nine suggests. And therefore, by extension, we make up a larger body, the church, and we should actually exist for each other, according to First Corinthians chapter twelve. Uh, verse 7. So, secular work and activity should be seen as part of Christian expression of the Christ who has been born in us. So, as part of our spiritual exercises in our daily life, we should find time during the day to pray sequentially uh, during the day, like uh, we find Christ praying uh, all the time. If you look at Luke chapter 1 uh, and Luke chapter 2, we find Christ fitting in a lifestyle of prayer over a 24-hour period, uh, over the period of his life. This will set God in the center of all our daily activities. Now, I've already said this, that church is community. And Peter says, we, uh, we are a holy nation, a community, a community belonging to God.